What's up, sisters and friends? Welcome back to the podcast. Happy Monday, everybody. Y'all are gonna just have to get used to me wearing this green sweater because today has been a great day. I've gotten to interview three amazing people that are gonna be rolled out over the course of time. This might be the last one by the time you're catching on to this series, but y'all, it's just been so good. We've taken questions that you guys have sent into Instagram. And I was like, who could really nail this topic based on people in my life that I've seen walk through these topics. And so today is no different. I have a great friend who many of you people love. Uh, I have Lainey Pickens, Lainey Renee on the podcast today, which I still sometimes almost say your wrong last name, which is sweet and fun in and of itself. But I have Lainey on the podcast, my best friend, and I'm just so grateful that she's on the podcast today to talk about kind of a hard topic. We're going to be talking about what it looks like to lose a friend or for seasons of friendships just to shift or change and how hard that can be. Um, I personally walked through this with Lanny. She's walked through this with me. Um, with other friends of ours. And then we've also walked through our own struggles in our friendships of seasons changing. And Mm -hmm. I just feel like this is such a necessary topic. And Lainey, I'm just really thankful that you said yes. And not only did you say yes, but you flew here (laughs) just to talk about this because you know that girls are hurting in this. So thanks for for the courage. And thank you for having me. I feel like I was telling you before this, I haven't been this nervous for a podcast. I don't think ever. Mm -hmm. But I think it's because this topic is um, something I know a lot of girls deal with, a lot of people deal with in general. And it can be so fragile. Mm -hmm. Um, And we've both walked through things that have been like really hard at times. And so just navigating how to talk about that, wanting to, you know, let people in, but also like in every season you want to protect your friend's hearts. So, um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited to it's to, hard to navigate, yeah. and we've both kind of said this is is kind of a messy conversation, you know. Um, but I love how you said, you know, when I asked you to talk about this. Well, first of all, I have to say, when I saw this as one of the topics that girls sent in, I immediately thought of you because it's like, man, Lainey could really speak truth into this because I've watched her walk through this, and not only have I watched you walk through it, I've watched you walk through it well. Like what you walk through it. Um, and it's been hard and there's been a lot of tears and mm. a lot of messiness involved with that of just the heartache of it, mm. but really well and consistently. And, but, but when I sent it to you, I was like, <laughs> but lady, you don't have to talk about this. Like, cause I know it's fragile mm-hmm. and I know you love so deeply and you are so like feelings and so friendship <laughs> and all in. And so like, mm-hmm. this is a hard thing, mm-hmm. but it was cool that you said that you looked it up before you came here share that yeah I, that was I just was like okay I know this is gonna be a very fragile conversation something that I want to be very I mean I always want to be careful with my words but in this specifically I was like I want to do this really well and so I started looking for other conversations to learn from so that I could have this conversation yeah. well and I really couldn't find much um there's a lot of conversations on friendship but there's not a lot of conversations on when, at least that I could find, of when friendships don't go the way you expect or when they end before you thought or friendships that just aren't forever. And I will say um, just a little backstory on my heart and my life, like being homeschooled growing up, friendships were like, if you made a friend, you had to hold on tightly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember just you know, going to like an extracurricular, you know, activity and I'd meet a new friend like as a young kid and I'd think, oh, we're best friends. But in reality for them, I was just like an acquaintance. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And I recognize now, you know, just going through different friendships and as an adult, like that created in me, you know, I really always treasured friendships. Mm -hmm. And I think that was something God put in my heart and puts in all of us. Um, But I think just that almost touch and go with friends made me feel like I had to like Mm -hmm. make it work. You know, I had to try really hard. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I feel like there was even seasons of my life in middle school and high school where I went through friendships and I was like, you know, I would go through hard things and really honestly painful things to the point in my life where I was like, is this just like my lot? Like, yeah. <laughs> is this just going to yeah. keep happening to me? Is this what friendship is? Like, this has been really hard. And, you know, once you've given your heart, you know, to somebody or to a friendship, it feels hard to do it again if it didn't go mm-hmm you know, the way that you thought. And so I've just recognized that um, as I got older, that really played into, you know, how I saw friendships. Mm -hmm. And um, there were points in my life where um, I had to just acknowledge that and go, okay, I'm not going to let this have me and I need to let go. Yeah. Like, um, to the point where I was just like striving for friendships. And I know in myself, and other friends, mm-hmm. anytime you see striving in a friendship, most of the time, it doesn't last. Like so it, it really, um, it doesn't because there's not honesty and there's not, there's just yeah. this like tension, you you're know, trying um, you're trying so happen. hard. And so I feel like something I've really learned um, is just friendships are from freedom mm-hmm. and from the letting go and like, um, when I met you, I was really walking through some interesting times in friendship and really struggling. I had just come out of a really long relationship and my heart was really fragile, yeah. like really, really fragile. Um, but I remember just feeling like I heard clearly and I've heard this again since then, like just mm-hmm. let go. Yeah. And that doesn't mean I was saying bye to the friendship, mm-hmm. but I was letting go of my own striving to like yeah. feel like I had to make it happen. Yeah, you it's know. So true. Gosh, um, that's so good. Like everything you already said, I feel like girls are gonna be like, "Man, I've felt that way," mm-hmm. and just that sense of needing to like strive in friendships or maintain something that's just not there, or be the only one that's really putting your heart in, or somebody hurting you, and then having to open up your heart again to trusting another person and. I feel like it really is very similar to the feeling of a breakup, but almost even harder sometimes when you lose a friend because, you know, with a breakup, you you know that like when you're with a guy, I'm either going to marry you or we're going to break up and I'm only going to marry one mm-hmm. person. So the odds are not great every time. Yeah. But with friendship, you never think about that you would ever break up. No. Why would we ever break up? Like, yeah. you never think this friendship's going to end. You always think like this friend's going to be my friend forever. Mm-hmm. And then not every friend is your friend forever. There are friendships that are forever friendships mm-hmm. and there are seasonal friendships. And it is hard to um, it's hard to navigate that because it's not that you know which ones are going to be forever all the time and you know which ones are going to mm-hmm. be seasonal. And it's the ones that you think might be forever mm-hmm. that are not, that were just yeah. for a time that really hurt. And yeah. we're going to get to talking about how like not every friendship has to end badly. Like if mm-hmm. a friendship ends, that doesn't mean you have to be enemies. No. We're going to get to that. But then there are some friendships that I don't think in any case you should be enemies. But there are some mm-hmm. friendships that have like hard endings. Mm-hmm. And um, when we met, we were both walking through like kind of a hard ending friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, you were walking through it a little bit different than I was. But I remember 
when we met, um, I had a close friend Mm -hmm. and it just, I mean, we were like sisters. We did everything together. It was like, love, love her, still love her, but just a different time of our life. And after, um, you know, a couple months of us living in Nashville and us kind of making friends, um, I quickly realized that we were not on the same page of our friendship. Like she started talking really negative about me and really bad about me to you and to several of our other friends. And it really hurt me and it really shocked me and um, ended up kind of our friendship drifted, went different ways, but not even just that hurt. I think more so what it did to me in the sense of how I began to not trust my friends as much and I began to like have so much fear in my friendships Mm -hmm. with all of y'all because I was like what do y'all think about me like Mm -hmm. what is other people talking about me and I just like felt so misunderstood and this need to like prove myself for like who I am and I remember you spoke so much life over me like that you know I didn't have to do that and like just because that happened with her like doesn't mean I have to bring that into other relationships Spring is a great time to start something new, right? So whether it's cleaning or a new hobby or a new audiobook, a good story is always a great way to start a new journey and Audible has all that you need. I come from a family of great storytellers, so I know Audible is the home of storytelling, which is where I want to be. Audible lets you enjoy all your favorite audio entertainment together in one app. There's always something new to discover or you can rediscover some of your old favorites. Audible has an incredible selection of audiobooks from every genre like bestsellers, new releases, memoirs, mysteries, and thrillers, business, and more. It is the destination for mind-blowing entertainment with selections of mystery and thrillers that will keep your heart racing. And with next listen recommendations, there's always something irresistible at your fingertips. Plus, members get full access to a huge and growing selection of included audiobooks and audible originals and even podcasts like, well, that's good. So you can download them or stream them anytime, anywhere. Audible members can also pick one title each month to keep from the entire catalog, which is some serious benefits, y'all. The newly included selection of titles makes your Audible membership even more valuable and gives you the chance to discover your next favorite thing. With thousands of titles available, you're definitely going to find something that you love all in one convenient app. So I know some of you are into, you know, thrillers, crime, mystery. And I got to be honest, that's not really been my thing. So I told Bella, okay, Bella, tell me what I could like listen to that wouldn't scare me, but I would like be into it. And she told me about this title called The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. And so I started it and John Luke loved it too. And so I'm just not on the cusp of it. And y'all, let me tell you, it is very entertaining. You do want to listen to see what happened next. So if y'all are into that, Audible is a great place to find those too. New members can try Audible now for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash Woe or just text Woe to 500-500. That's audible, A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash Woe or text Woe to 500-500 to try Audible for free for 30 days. Y'all, I love summertime. It is my favorite season and I'm so excited to jump back in. We are approaching the best time of the year. But no matter what your summer looks like, KiwiCo invites kids and kids at heart to enjoy their first summer adventure series. Kids can receive six hands-on science and art project kits over six weeks, no matter what their age is, with enriching activities that accompany each project. 
KiwiCo has something for everyone with different topics for each age from space to dinosaurs and so much more. I am so excited about the summer series. We actually are getting this little driver that I know Haven is going to love because it's a little steering wheel and she loves anything active and also a little like neighborhood fun one where they have a water paint thing, which is so good because it's not going to make a mess and Honey is so into painting right now. And painting with a three-year-old, yeah, that's just hard. So I'm excited for the no mess. KiwiCo offers kids a chance to get outside and explore screen-free with projects like the Bottle Rocket Kit from the Summer Adventure Series. They can turn the outdoors into a playground of learning and fun. Every Summer Adventure Series with KiwiCo is a personalized experience that includes real engineering, science, and art projects. And you'll be impressed with how high quality all the materials are. Everything we've gotten from KiwiCo has been absolutely amazing and such high quality. I know sometimes it can be hard to find creative, engaging ways to keep your kids away from the screens and just having fun, but KiwiCo does the legwork for you so you can focus on spending fun and quality time tackling projects together. The KiwiCo Summer Adventure Series is personalized to your family and can be received all at once or weekly for six weeks, depending on your schedule. If you like it all at once, that's great, or space it out a little bit. Build the best summer ever with KiwiCo. Get 20% off your summer adventure series at kiwico.com slash sadie rob summer that's 20 percent off your summer adventure at kiwico k-i-w-i-c-o.com slash sadie rob summer um but it is hard whenever it has happened to you before yeah and, and i dealt with that very much so like i had just come out of a season that same season where just walking through, okay, how do I like let this go? How do I move on, you know, without this person too? Cause she was such a big part of my life. Um, but there was this, you know, just this moment of like, okay, God, letting go. I trust you. And then it's funny to hear that I was encouraging you on the other side because I was having to do it myself, you know. Sometimes it's easier to see for someone else than it is for yourself. And we were both walking through it. So Raleigh and I think like together we were helping each other and not realizing like as we're helping each other, we were becoming best friends. And that's actually really a sweet, beautiful thing that God had put us in each other's lives to help us through broken friendships when he was actually putting like our new best friendship in. And I say this often about us. I feel like like God really redeemed what friendship was for yeah. me when we met. And just like, I think that like I already talked about a little bit of just that grasping. It made me feel like I had to like, I had to be the one to make it work and mm-hmm. make the friendship thrive. Um, but I remember when we met and just the, the I always talk about this about you too, of just how inviting you are to everyone. And I was like, man, this is a friend. Like mm-hmm. I feel so invited in. I feel so loved. This is not a one-way thing. Yeah. I know a lot of people feel like that. Like friendship in moments can feel one way. And there yeah. are seasons, I think, where you're pouring. Yeah. You know, and you there is that iron sharpening iron yeah. of a friendship, you know, and you go through seasons where you're pouring out more and your friends walking through you know, hard mm-hmm. time and heartache and you're there to comfort, you know, yeah. you've been there for me in those moments and I've been there for mm-hmm. you. But I think if there's like this consistent, you know, like I'm the only one. Yeah. And I've out. had to have those moments myself of mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going to step back and look at this. Yeah. And why am I holding on? You yeah. know? Um, but I think you also just touched on the fear of being honest. Um, and 
you know, we've had our own moments. So. Yes, which I think <laughs> this is like so important that I want to get to because I talked about having fear and friendship. You've had fear and friendship because of what you walked through. And you talked about how like when you were younger, like you had this idea that I have to keep this friendship or mm-hmm. if I don't, like it will just end, you know, and then you saw time after time, like friendships just end. Like mm-hmm. a lot of your friendships didn't carry into the next season. It was like if something shifted, y'all were no longer friends. And um, I had a very similar background with my story. It was like I had these friends all throughout life. And then when something changed, it was like, oh, we weren't friends anymore. And not that, again, we're not enemies, still friends, yeah. but like we weren't as close. And yeah. th- that's even hard to navigate because then you're like questioning everything. And sometimes it's really just nothing. Sometimes yeah. it's just your season change. Yes. Yeah. But I remember it was, so me and Lenny are like best friends, still are. But I mean, we did everything, everything. together. <laughs> Well, I got engaged. She got engaged. I'm about to get married. She's about to get married. I mean, it was just like a crazy season of our life in a time where like we were really investing in our future spouses. And we didn't have the time to spend together. No, it would have not maintained the same because we had our future spouses now that we had to pour into and get to know them like we got to know each other yeah and i remember like there's just this tension that had kind of built up and it was like so weird because we didn't like have tension in our friendship we were like very honest sisters and like if something bothered me we just say it like something bothered you it was just like natural like yes we just cleaned up the little spills we didn't let it like overflow (laughs) but this this had just been a tension and it was weird because and i think the reason we didn't talk about it is because we didn't really know what it was Mm -hmm. it wasn't like you did something or i did something it was just like over time because of this like starting to grow apart and not apart in a bad way but apart because we're dating people and we're about to marry these people there was like this weird tension. But there was good intentions in the tension. Yes, there was. And like so- from, from both from of us. From both of us, yeah. yes. And so I was like in the closet one day and I don't even know what I was doing, <laughs> but I just remember being in the closet and you were sitting on the bed, Christian, Sarah and Gracie were downstairs. And I think I just asked you like, what? I don't even remember I think I was, I think, no, I think I said to you, like, Lainey, I just want to let you know, like, I love, oh, I wrote you a letter. For your yes. birthday. That oh was it. Gosh. I wrote and I you a letter at the yes. table in front of everyone. And I remember writing that yes, letter thinking that. like I think like I remember thinking in my mind, I think Lainey's like doubting my love for her. Like that I that I'm like just, you know, that I don't care about her anymore because I'm yeah. so much a Christian and all Which stuff. had come from stuff I had walked through before. Yeah, walked through. And yes. you hadn't said that. I just started like sensing no. that. Yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna write her this letter. That is just like everything I I really truly mean and believe. And I remember like reading to Christian before the party and being like, I really hope she like sees this. Like this is what I really love about Lainey and see about Lainey. So I give it to you at dinner. You start crying in front of everybody. And I was like, well, I did not see it going that way. Because it was sweet, but I didn't realize like how badly you needed that. So then we get back from your birthday dinner. You're on the bed. I'm in the closet. And you're like, thank you for that letter or something. And then you start crying or something. And I was like, I really meant it. Like everything I said, like I really did mean. I was like, I was like, hey, I just want to let you know, like I know I'm getting married. But that doesn't mean that, and you're getting married, but that doesn't mean that. I don't think y'all were engaged. Y'all were about to get engaged like days Maybe. later. Like it was like. Yes. Like, yeah, because we were, were celebrating not my birthday. Engaged yet. And then a few days later. You got engaged. I got engaged. Yes. Yeah. And, but I was engaged. Yeah. So. And, and I, I wanted to be. And you wanted to be. So that was also there too. Yeah. 
And I was just like, just because I'm getting married doesn't mean I'm going to like leave you. Like yeah. you're still going to be my friend. And I, and I remember like when I said that thinking, oh, like as I think back to Lainey's old friendships, they mm-hmm. haven't like when something like that mm-hmm. changed, they went away. And then I remember you literally saying like, Sidney, like I've been so afraid. Yeah. Which was yeah. whenever we started getting honest about it. Yes. Which, yeah, I was just, I had been through when I say since middle school, like truly since middle school, like I had not like I just like tossed through friends because remember it was hard to make friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I had just, you know, I'm such a heart driven person that um, if we don't like get to the heart, then I like, you know, I, I that's just the way I'm made. Like, I don't yeah. even think it's like a I don't think it's like a healthy or unhealthy. It's just that's the way God made me. I'm mm-hmm. very heart driven and so I want heart connection with my friends and um I think there have been times when that was unhealthy um you walked with me to getting sidetracked but to like um our mentors kind of house there for a little while we'd go to her house for the weekend and I remember you were like Lane she wants to talk to you and I was like Oh no, what is happening? I thought I was in trouble. But you had like set up this moment for me and it was actually really sweet, but I was going through like a soul tie yeah. basically. Um mm-hmm. and I was talking to somebody else about this and she was saying a lot of times people don't think soul ties can happen unless the people it's like a intimate relationship. Mm-hmm. But it actually can be emotional mm-hmm. and mental and yeah. spiritual and so let's talk about this recently yeah. because some people might hear soul tie not know what that means yeah. but that is very real and i had walked through that too which is why i knew you need to talk to her because she had yes. walked that out with me yeah. with someone from my past um mine was more of a dating relationship but yours was a friendship because again it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. but Speak into that a little bit more and the explanation yeah. of it because I feel like not everybody knows what that is and it you something yeah. you should be a little bit cautious. I mean, I don't know what people would like define it yeah. by, but I know what I experienced and um I know that the opinion of someone else mattered too much. Mm-hmm. Um the opinion of my friend. I know that um the approval of my friends in seasons mattered way too much. Um and just my almost like my need there was something that told me, and it's the enemy, that I couldn't have what God had for me without that person. Mm. Like what God had for my life or whatever could not be made possible mm-hmm. unless this person was in it. Yeah. That's a lie You needed enemy. her so I strongly. needed, yeah. yes, there was something. And I didn't know that, mm-hmm. to be honest, at all. But as, you know, she wasn't in my life as much, really anymore there was like a recognition of oh my gosh like something's off like Mm -hmm. i have i feel this you know Mm -hmm. and so anyways i went to this person's house and we sat on the couch and i remember she just kind of walked me through this moment of okay close your eyes and i want you to imagine this person and i want you to um say whatever you need to say and when you're done say, I forgive you Mm -hmm. and shut the door and leave the room. Mm -hmm. And that was something I walked through in my heart Mm -hmm. and spiritually that didn't necessarily mean in that moment that person was out of my life. They were still to this day. I mean, I, I don't, like you said, think that friends that we don't walk with daily have to in any way be our enemy. Mm -hmm. Like I still 
would be thrilled to go to lunch. Like maybe we don't have the same friendship that we used to. Um, I think you can talk to them. I actually recognize like when I talk to some of these friends that I used to be friends with and we walk through Mm -hmm. painful things, there is a freedom in my soul Mm -hmm. because of where God has brought me from, you know, recognizing, okay, this is where I was when we used to spend a lot of time together. And man, I'm so free. Like, I'm so thankful. Yeah. Well, I think what's cool about the that story is, so you went through like two different types of friendships with people. Yeah. Like in the past, you went through friendships where it's just, there was no depth there and it just kind of ended and fizzled out. Yeah. And then you went through a friendship where like the depth was so there and y'all were very almost dependent on each other and maybe you even a little bit more so just totally mm-hmm. all in needing her more than you should have needed her depending on her more, uh, her approval was so high to you, you would have done anything in the world for her, even if it meant you were going to be mm-hmm. struggling because yeah. of it. You know, I mean, that was kind of the unhealth of it. And then that friendship ended. So you went from like two extremes of like no depth, friendship just ending, extreme depth, friendship ending. Yeah. And then you walked straight into our friendship and our friendship was just healthy. Like we just had a really good natural friendship. There was depth, but there wasn't too much. Yeah. It was just like very beautiful and very healthy. And then all of a sudden, we're at this point where our season is about to change. Like, I'm about to get married. You knew you were rec- like, I mean, very shortly after going to get engaged. And um, I just remember saying to you like, hey, just because our seasons are going to change doesn't mean our friendship has to. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to change in some ways, but it doesn't have to like end, you know? And I just remember like us like hugging, going downstairs and like we were laughing. We were telling Sarah and Gracie and Christian, like, we're good, everybody. Partly because we didn't really tell that story of what happened. I know, so this is funny too. The day before, was it the day before you met Christian? Yes. yes the day before... We have a video of Sadie saying, I am not going to date because she had dated a few people. Back to back to back. Which, <laughs> back this is back. funny because y'all have heard the story from my perspective, but never from my friend's perspective that there was this was a very serious moment. It was. You this were, was not. I mean, you were serious. Yeah. Yes. Like, I was serious. Like, when people hear me tell the story, they're like, oh, it's just funny that I did a video. I'm not going to date anybody. But it was like a serious, like, come yes. to Jesus. Like, y'all were concerned about yes. me moment. I had watched this happen. And honestly, I thought when that happened, I was like, this is good. Like, <laughs> as your friend, I was like, no, I know. God <laughs> is working in her heart. Um, so I have a video of you saying, I am not dating any. This was. September? It was July. July. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it was July the 2nd. Okay. And then you said I'm not dating anyone till December. December. Yeah. I'm not dating until Christmas of 2018. And on July the 3rd. And then on July the 3rd, which was, I will say, that was like kind of tradition too. Like you would maybe say, okay, I'm done. I'm not going to date. And then, you know, we'd meet a cutie in the airport and then Sadie had his number and then she's going on a date. So it was kind of funny. But um, so when that happened, I was very skeptical. I'm also skeptical by nature. That is part of my wiring. What she means by when that happened. Yeah. She means when I met Christian the next day. So what happened was I had told them all, I'm not going to date anybody. I had this like breakthrough moment. I got to chill. Like I've been dating people back to back to back to back. And I think and you even threw in some like God told. Oh, yeah. You were, no. you I were, was like, like, I very feel strong. like God's leading yeah. me to this. Yeah. I feel like I'm kind of like being awakened to the fact that I am on a bad pattern. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't like bad as in like sinful. It was just <sighs> distracting. Like it was like yeah. 
unnecessary. It was distracting. It was like a discontent in my heart to just be single and like wait for what the Lord had for me, which I guess in and of itself can be sinful because it's putting something before God. I mean, it wasn't bad as in it was like some toxic relationships. It was just constant relationships. And so I was like, I'm done with that. So then the next day we meet Christian, and as soon as I saw Christian, I looked at Lainey and I was like, I knew. And she knew. And she looked at me I and knew. She, I didn't even say anything. And she just went, No. Did and I say like, that? You were like, No. And oh, I said, I said, Delete the video. Yeah. And you said, Sam, yes. No. You're like, I'm not kidding. You're like, Do not even, that. do not talk to him. Yes. So all night, I actually did avoid him. Yeah. And then for three but days. he was obviously trying to catch up to you. Yes. So I was like, this is, I know exactly how this you is going to go. I've seen this before. So you were skeptical so was, about our relationship, yes. because not because of him, but because of me. Because I had just yes. been like, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. And then here I am literally the next day. And I also felt caught in the, again. you know, being the accountable friend of like, hey, like, you said this and, you know, <laughs> yeah. are you sure? Like you said that God was leading you to singleness for a while. So is he, li- you know, there. Were, that well, sounds extreme, but there was just like, I was dealing with, do I like, where am I a friend you, in yes. this? How do I be a friend? And so I just didn't really say anything, but that was from fear. Yes. You know. And then that brought some tension. And so even, yeah. even like as Christian and I got engaged and our relationship got deeper, me and Lainey's was drifting in some sense because we were still so we we're still so close, like we were still so close but, but there we was just this knew underlying feeling like we both like, knew but we weren't talking about it something there. and on one hand it was the fear of our friendship changing yeah. because our season was changing on the other hand it was you holding on to and at the start of that i was being a good friend like wanting to keep me accountable but then the lingering and the like yeah. you said but me feeling like hey like there's been a shift like I feel yeah. totally. But we didn't talk about it. We didn't talk about that. Yeah. And so when we walked downstairs that night after talking, lady goes, Christian, sorry, I, I've been so rude to you. I just so long. There. I think I cried. Like I think you did. I genuinely felt bad because I was like, this is not my heart for you. Like this, and I just sat there across the table from <laughs> me. I remember Sarah and Gracie sat there and watched too. Our other two roommates, and I was just like, like. I, I have no good reason. I feel really bad and I need you to forgive me. No, but I, you were sweet and you were honest but about I, ex- I think I explained why, to him why like, you did that. My heart yes. was for you. But it was. Sometimes, you know, you were being I didn't know where friend. to go with that. You were. And and truly, I mean, vice versa, I might have done the exact same thing, you know, because you hear a friend and you want to help them yeah. and then that happens. But it was really cool because, you know, fast forward a couple of months later, Christian and I get married, Clayton and Lainey get married. And then months later, y'all get pregnant, we get pregnant. And here we are years <laughs> later. Um, now, how long have we been friends now? Like six years? Long time. Long time. Way Since back. Birth. Way back. We wish. Um, but like, it's just sweet because we have gone through so many different changes. Like we've gotten married. We've had kids. We've moved. We don't live in the same place anymore. But our friendship has like maintained so strongly. Mm-hmm. And it just keeps getting more beautiful and more mature. And mm-hmm. um, I'm always for you and you're always for me. And I know that. And like, I can get to Dallas as fast as I can. You can get to Monroe as fast as you can. And we make time for each other. And it's like, it's just so sweet. And it's just healthy. And I feel like that's just a good point to say that like, just because seasons change as well, doesn't mean friendships yeah. have to. 
to have yeah. to end, you know? Yeah. And they're going to change yeah. in yeah. some ways. Yeah. Like we don't get to hang out from, you know, the time we wake up to the time yeah. we go to bed anymore. And that was for a time and that was sweet and that was fun. But like now we get to be there for each other as moms and as wives and as friends. And like, there's just such a sweetness to that. And so just for those listening, like, Friendships are going to shift and they're going to change. Just because a friendship ends does not mean they're an enemy. Just because a friendship ends, even in a bad way, even mm-hmm. if they burn you and they hurt you, like I mm-hmm. talked about the friend that really hurt me. I've had other friendships that have hurt me. I've hurt friends. Yeah. Guess what? I still yeah. love them. And like Lainey yeah. said, I love to go to lunch with them. Yeah. I love to hang out. There are times where I'll see them out and I'll be like, hey, and like, I, my first reaction is like joy and I genuinely mean that because I'm glad to see them. And I feel like that all comes from the contentment of your heart and not putting someone um, in a place where they're not meant to be in the sense of like someone doesn't need to be in a place greater than God. Someone doesn't need to be in a place um, like sometimes we can like idolize friendships or like mm-hmm. we can put our worth in a friend or we can put all of our hopes and dreams in a friend. And mm-hmm. when they're in their right place, you actually just get the freedom, like you said, to love the friend. Yeah. And so whether it ends poorly, whether it ends because the season change, you can still love them, believe the mm-hmm. best for them. And then whenever seasons do change and nothing happens, you can still be a friend yeah. because it doesn't shake your world that someone moved because your dependency wasn't on them. Yeah. You love them. You're great. Mm-hmm. You're so grateful for the mm-hmm. gift you're You've been one yeah. of the biggest gifts and blessings of my whole life. But just because you live in Dallas, it didn't shatter yeah. my world, you yeah. know, because that's that's what it looks like to have like a healthy friendship. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think that like we've walked through so many different dynamics of friendships with other people and with each other. Yeah. And I think like talking about it for other people is good because like we said, like it's messy. It's not like here's great advice. It's just like, Here's reality. Yeah. And I think something too that has helped that, like you're saying us even living in different places, you have shown me how to invite always. And I think just like keeping that invitation keeps a friendship going. So true. Like just the, I know we can't be at everything. Like we don't live, you know, together anymore. And so there is that season change. But like when Jesus is like the strength of, a friendship and like what it revolves around it really does last yeah Um, when i think back at friendships that have ended like it's always been lies like whether it's lies that i've listened to or lies that my friend has listened to and then there's just this friendship that isn't built on Mm -hmm. just freedom and Mm -hmm. jesus and you know but i think friendships that actually stand time and distance and um all the tests so of you true. know a relationship it really is just so jesus true. you know so true and one thing i, I want to add to that just like with it being just such a god-centered relationship like when you do friendship the way the bible talks about doing friendship like it's such an encouragement like we are meant to be in community we are meant to be around mm-hmm. friends and one thing that the bible constantly encourages is if at all possible be at peace among your brothers be at peace among your friends and i think that there is a, a good note there if at all possible because sometimes the circumstances are not there for there to be complete peace on both ends in the sense of maybe they're not in the place where they're going to have a conversation with you and you have to find your peace in jesus you know maybe maybe that's just been a unique circumstance but if at all possible you know make peace and i think in both of our lives i can honestly say that the friends who have hurt us the most we have made peace with like Mm -hmm. i am truly can say 
the people in my life, all of them that have really hurt me uh, in friendships wise, we have had a conversation since that has brought peace. Did that mean we were best friends again? No, but it brought peace. And like, and those were hard conversations. Those were over hours of lunch or conversations on the phone or um, even a letter one time because that was, that's what it needed to be, you know, or a text message. And, um, I'm just really thankful though, because I can live in peace knowing that I don't have like hatred for a brother, hatred for a friend or anything that's like, yeah. uh, or even a misunderstanding. Like it's all been said, it's all been in the light. And um, again, we didn't walk away from those going, okay, we're besties again. Yeah. But we walked away from that going, okay, I love you. You know, <laughs> because the truth is like, there is always a lie involved with a friendship well i will say this sometimes sometimes there are just shifts because of moods yeah, and stuff like that i was gonna say there too, moves, sometimes seasons just change marriages you know? and pregnancies yeah. and all the things and that just changes yeah. things but then when it comes to like a painful yeah. thing yeah. there's normally a lie involved um and even if that is you know when you moved i felt abandoned well that's not true you know so there's a lie somewhere in there but talking it out is like so important and that's what i've seen you consistently do when i said you haven't like it's not been perfect but you've done it so well it's like i've seen you continue to like have conversations with friends that have hurt you um you've watched me have conversations with friends that have hurt me and vice versa i've had to have the conversations with people that I've hurt that have been misunderstood by actions that I've made. And I just think it's so worth it. So when it comes to the topic of like how to, you know, handle broken relationships or friendships that change mm-hmm. or move, I think the invitation is so important and just the communication is so important. Yeah. Like communicating with people, apologizing, mm-hmm. uh, seeking to have more understanding, seeking peace in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, because giving the gift of peace to another person even is just such a great yeah. gift. And giving the gift of understanding is yeah. such a gift. I will say too, I feel like even just apologizing, even when like you may not understand, like mm-hmm. like there were times when I feel like I've walked in friendships where I just felt like, even though I don't even know that, I, there wasn't something specific that I was like, oh God, put this on my heart. And I, I know I didn't do everything perfectly, but I may not know exactly where. Yeah. But you know what? Like my heart can in humility mm-hmm. go and say like, I, I I love you yeah. and please forgive me, you yeah. know, even in a moment of maybe not fully understanding, you know, mm-hmm. I think that frees you yes, and so frees them so that you can walk into a public place and run into them and, and genuinely bless them, not bless them out of like, oh, uh, you know, no, release like, you. Joy no, I genuinely them. have joy, you know, because I even think about friendships that I had when I was a kid that I thought would last forever, mm-hmm. you know, and they didn't, you mm-hmm. know, but I still love this person. I still like get so much joy, you know, when yeah. I see her, but our, we, we've changed, you yeah. know? And so I think there also is that of letting it, letting it go, letting, letting, letting it yeah, letting yourself even change mm-hmm. and become a new person. Cause you're not the same person that it's you were so when true. you were a kid, you know? It's and so, so what true. you bonded over as a kid, isn't going to be what you're bonding over now, you know? But that doesn't Um, mean you don't like him. No, it's just let yourself be human, you know, and let yourself be a child and grow and learn. And I think friendship should, you got to have intention behind friendships. They're they're work in the sense that you're intentional, you invite, you communicate, but they're also natural, you know? And I think like, you know, sometimes like we said, you're trying to strive and make something happen. And it's like, sometimes you just need to go with, 
what is natural, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, this is natural that I would do this. This is natural. And that comes from an overflow of how you love people. But then there also is a time where you're like, okay, maybe I don't feel like it right now, but I'm gonna say I'm sorry, or I don't feel like this doesn't feel natural or whatever. There's a difference in like striving and actually just being intentional, you know? And I I feel like in the intention in our friendship, has been what's like kept it so beautiful. It's not a striving, it's just intentionality. And um, I just think that's really cool. But I don't know, I feel like we could talk about this for like so long and go to like so different areas. It's like we said, we're like, this is not gonna be a podcast that is like everything is said perfectly or even that you can find like the perfect social media clip to put on Instagram because we said this sentence just so fire. And it was just like, oh my gosh, in one sentence, yeah. we told you how to move yeah. on from because we're people and we're human, and we were like, yeah. friendships are more complicated than that. Hurt is yeah. hurt, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's like hurt, and nothing even happened. It's just like we're girls, and we move, and we got married, and we got misunderstood in the mix yeah. of it. And it's like these are just real things that you walk through in friendship. And if this just opens the door for you to start to have a conversation with your friend that might look a little bit messy but lead you to peace, then this is why we did this podcast. Yeah. If this is a conversation that you're gonna have with someone who hurt in your past, to just say, "Hey, I don't know what'll happen." I was hurt in certain ways, but I'm sure I hurt you because it normally does go both ways. Just to like lessen your pride and say, I'm sorry. Like you're more important to me than my pride in this moment. I'm sorry that you feel that way. If this is a conversation of, hey, you know what? I've been striving in friendships. I need to stop the striving and just trust God has a friend for me. And I just need to be intentional with the people that he places in my life and wait for that godly friendship. Like Lanny said, we've learned so much about friendship from each other. We have such good friends now. I remember being on the phone with someone who um, was just in a different in a different friend group. And the way she was talking to me, I said to her, I said, you, no, no, not one of my friends would ever say the things you're saying to me. And I said, and I would never say this to you because that's not how friends speak to each other. But in the past, that was normal for me. Now that is so foreign to me because that's not how friendship works. So if this even gets you to a more understanding of what a healthy God friendship looks like, then this is why we did this podcast. And so I hope that this helps you. If there's a friend that you're able to send this podcast to, that would help encourage you guys as y'all are walking through a weird tension season and both of y'all you know, I've been besties forever and you're getting married or you're moving or one's going to this college, one's going to that one or one made this sorority, one didn't. Whatever you're walking through that just is bringing that separation, I just pray that this would just bring unity to your lives and your friendships. And Lainey, just thank you for being on here. I know that this is a fragile thing for you to talk about. I know that the to be here and to even talk about this has come from a lot of tears and a lot of pain and um and beauty as well, but but hard things. And so thanks again for being a good friend, Absolutely. flying here. I want to say too, like, even though it was really painful, like even talking about this today, I felt like I had to like go get out memories and yeah. stuff to like re. So I think for the person who might be feeling just that weight of maybe hopelessness of looking for friends or hopelessness in a friend, like I would just encourage them that it does get better and God really does heal our hearts and bring like anytime a friendship has moved on or ended or however we want to call it, like God has always brought new friends and, um, and refreshed and restored what was seemed to be taken, you know, or missed. So, and to that point, literally in high school when I had no friends and had so much friend hurt. And then after that of going through friend hurt, I went through that friend that, you know, talked bad about me, all that stuff. 
I have a podcast called Sisters and Friends, yeah. okay? So no matter how hurt you've yeah. been or how hard it is to trust people, sisterhood and friendship is always worth pursuing. It is a gift from the Lord. And um, even in the times that I was hurt by it, I knew it was something that I longed to have. And that is partly why I started this podcast, to help people have that. And so um, it's always worth it. It's always worth fighting for. It's always worth trusting another time just to get the benefit and the beauty and the fruit of what God has in relationship with people. So hope this helps you guys. What a strong start to your week. Go be a good sister and a good friend. And thanks for listening.